Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. With former NHL superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, joined by former NHL player, current NHL analyst, and former roommate of one Jamie Rivers is Mike Johnson joining us here on 101 ESPN. Mike, how you doing today, man? I'm excited because um, you guys are pretty loose with your adjectives. (laughs) Former superstar Jamie Rivers and... Excellent NHL player, Mike Johnson. So listen, I'm feeling it because a little revisionist history doesn't hurt anybody. I am much better in my mind than I ever was on the ice. So I enjoy you guys playing along with that. Yeah, so that's that's the thing, Johnny, is uh, BK's much younger than I am. And uh, so he asked me one day, what, what kind of a player were you? I would say, hey, I was a superstar. So he yeah. doesn't know me I, I look at Hockey Reference and it doesn't tell me any differently, Mike. So I, I don't know how I can disagree. Rivs just needed the right coach and the right system. That's the problem. It was a coaching issue. They didn't know how to use his unique talents properly. That's that's what I'm going with. Yeah, eating pucks for a living is a unique talent for sure. (laughs) Whatever it takes. Those seven different teams over the 11-year career. And I just couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. We're uh, we're happy to be joined by you, Mike. And we want to start with uh, the big question for the Blues this offseason. And, of course, that's Alex Petrangelo and what they're going to be able to do to bring him back or if they're going to be bring him back. In your mind, if you were in Doug Armstrong's shoes, how much of a priority would it be for you to bring back Petro? And how much of a loss would it be for the Blues if they're not able to do that? Uh, it would be a huge priority, of, of course. I mean, the quality of player that he is goes without saying. I think he had one of his best years of his career this year, which was good timing for him. Maybe not so good for the Blues in their negotiation, but good for him showing that he still, despite being a little bit older, um, still has lots of good hockey in him. Uh, the leadership, the community ties, um, the fact that he's the captain of the franchise, all those things make him very valuable to the St. Louis Blues for all the obvious reasons. Um, now you can't just spend money at will cause they don't have that luxury. They don't have that much money and you have to be careful about tying up guys late into their thirties to long-term contracts for big money. Because what is so scary about these deals is that you usually can count on the NHL salary cap going up, even if it's a trickle every year, a million, two million, a million. So like four years down the road, you know, the $81 million cap is almost inevitably going to be 90 in normal situation it's not a normal situation so you know if you make a mistake and someone doesn't age gracefully and you have four years left on his contract and he's making eight plus million dollars a year and the cap's not going anywhere because it's not going to 
not for years, then it makes it that much more punitive to your team and how you can put your roster together when you have a guy making that much money who's not playing well. Now, that's not Petro now, but the worry is what is Petro in four years? Because he's going to want seven years or eight years from St. Louis. Well, why wouldn't he? Now, St. Louis would probably be happy to give him a four-year deal. Trying to saw that off in the middle will be the challenge. If he's not there, it's a huge loss. He's a really, really good player. Now, you'll be able to take the money he makes, allocate it somewhere else, spend it on other good players to partially replace what he does. You have, you know, Colton Pareko is a, a really good young player, not, you know, different kind of player than Petro, but you, you'd find ways to try to fill it, not as well, but you would try to because you'd have the money that would otherwise be well spent. But what makes it so hard is the general managers can never make a mistake on contracts of this magnitude, even though we see them do it all the time. It becomes even worse if you make a mistake this summer, given that the cap's not going anywhere uh, for the next, whatever, half decade or more. Yeah, Johnny, look, I think the biggest thing that people focus on right now is the fact that Petro's 30, and to your point, he's going to want a seven- or eight-year deal, probably eight specifically Mm -hmm. because he can do it here in St. Louis. Now, you and I have played against and with some guys that when they got up in their career from 35 to 40 had some incredible years as defensemen. And I look at Petro and his conditioning and the way he plays and the way he avoids contact, and I just think that he could be that kind of player. So I guess at the end of the day, I'm asking you, does it really seem like it's outlandish that an eight-year deal won't pan out all the way here? Because people are talking about, oh, we'll get four or five good years with Petro. But I think they could get more. I think you could legitimately get six really good years and even seven and eight so what if he drops down to your number four defenseman at that point? Mm. You're right. It's possible, and it's more likely to happen for him than others. One, he's been really quite healthy so far, so he doesn't have like a history of, of knee injuries or you know shoulder injuries. I know it's a touchy t- subject right now in St. Louis, but <laughs> you know, he doesn't have a long-running thing. Okay, that's something he's got a bad back. We're, we're, we're to worry about it. He's a smart player, so the smarter you are, the more uh, the more you can – you know, soften your aging curve because your brain can can make up for some of the things that your body can no longer do. Having said that, age is undefeated, right? So like, I mean, it gets everybody at some point. So to, to think that at 35, he'll be as good as he is at 30, I don't think that's realistic. The question is how far and how fast does he drop? And and you're right, Ribs. I mean, if, if four years from now, five years from now, he's your second, third, fourth best defenseman, even if he's making $8 million, that's probably not going to bury the franchise if he becomes the sixth best defenseman or the seventh best defenseman or he has starts running into injuries where he's playing 50 or 60 games only per year. That's what the big, big concern is. And it, you're, it's not as likely to happen to him, but it gets everybody. Like It's almost impossible to be a really good player in the NHL at 36. I mean, it's really, really hard how fast the game is. Body is what it is. Uh, we know that, you know, athletes hit their kind of physical peak from like 22 to 26, 27. You're going to get a decade removed from that and still have multiple years left. So you're not wrong, but I still, if I'm running the team, I'm still leery would be an understatement about committing that much term to anyone his age. No matter how good he is, no matter what kind of guy, kind of shape, what kind of leader, how responsible, all that, it still would scare me. 
And I think that's totally reasonable to be afraid of what the back end of the contract looks like, Mike. And we're talking with Mike Johnson. He's a former NHL player, current NHL analyst. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Mike underscore P underscore Johnson. The, the problem, though, becomes, okay, you're in this window right now. And exactly. Doug Armstrong said yesterday that he believes the Blues are in the middle of a five-year window to be able to win a Stanley Cup or multiple Stanley Cups. And if you don't have Alex Petrangelo, as we've been discussing on the show, does uh-huh. that window, maybe it doesn't shut completely, but does it close quite a bit compared to where it is right now? And maybe if you're Doug Armstrong, you kind of have to eat it a little bit on the back end, or at least the possibility of that being the case in order to keep that window open right now. How would you view that part of the conversation? It's true. And it's what so many teams do. So many teams do that when, you know, you have success, you win, you win with these players who are in their late twenties or around 30 you reward them for their loyalty, their fine play, because you want to extend that window. You want another chance with a similar group. And St. Louis is in that spot. I mean, I know it didn't end very well this year for them, but they were one of the best teams in the league during the regular season, however long ago that was. They still had a really good chance. But I think the Pauls hurt them about as much as anybody. Um, so that's correct. And, and I think a lot of GMs say that. Okay, listen, we, we probably won't love years six, seven, and eight, but if we get you know, a chance to win for the first five, then we'll just deal with that. And on some level, I don't even know if it's subconscious or not, the GM's like, I'm probably not going to be there for year six, seven, eight. So <laughs> it's not going to be my mess to clean up because, you know, how many, how often do GMs have a run of 10 years in the same place? It almost never happens. So I, 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 I would expect them to explore that term because I think that's what it's going to take to get Petro signed uh, before UFA status kicks in whenever that date happens to, to roll through um, because there will be other teams around the league that will offer them the seven years that they can offer. And, and there's always a, a fear once you get to that point, does, does, does Alex hear something from somewhere that, that piques his interest? Um, so yeah, you're, you're right. You know, if everyone could maintain the discipline and like, you know what, sorry, that doesn't work. We got to do five years. We want to, we have a five-year window. We're going to pay you well for five years, but we got to still set up our franchise so that five years from now we're in a good spot. That would be ideal if you're the franchise. I don't know if they have the willpower or the leverage to do that because somebody is going to give them seven years. Whether it's a, a crappy team like Detroit or Ottawa teams that have a ton of money, they could, they could pay them the moon. They could pay them $10 million a year. Or whether you know it's a good team um, in Edmonton or Toronto that says, you know what, we need a defenseman of his caliber. We will pay him seven years and we'll give him you know, the $8 million a year he, he deserves. Um, he's going to get offers. Of, of term and dollars so the blues if you want to play in the game and you want them um then you're probably gonna have to do the same johnny i can't believe you just said the word toronto you know what kind of buzz that creates <laughs> <laughs> well you know what i put it on our, our boy coco carla koliakovo who is a radio star now in toronto oh, i know i show. see him out there yeah and he's boys with petro and, and we know uh petro grew up around uh, you know the, the suburbs of toronto and we know Toronto has a massive need for a right shot first pair defenseman. <laughs> and Toronto's window is basically four years because that's when Austin Matthews' contracts will expire and he can go back to Arizona as a UFA. I'm already laying it all out for you, so you don't have to pay attention. <laughs> but, and when you hear Toronto making moves and clearing out cap space and not bringing any dollars back and their, agent, their GM saying, you know, we're going to be aggressive, we're going to make changes, we're not done here. 
And you got Carlo telling me all the time, Patrick would be perfect. Patrick would be perfect. <laughs> and he probably would. Well, he definitely would be. Teams like that will appreciate his talent and would be interested in his services. Yeah, there's no doubt. I was just bugging you there, too. But, I know. Uh, last thing I got for you, Johnny, and as we talk about this window being open and players that are, are supposed to be huge pieces of the team during that time, Vladimir Tarasenko. Another shoulder surgery coming up. He's going to just be reevaluated, not until five months post-surgery. You know, that's a big hole for the Blues. How do they fix that? I mean, you don't just go get a Vladimir Tarasenko on the open market. They do have some young guys. If you're looking at this team and you analyze these teams night in and night out, who's a, who's a couple of players on this current roster that would have to either get a bigger role on the team or step it up a little bit? Well, I'm the perfect guy to ask this because I, I had three shoulder surgeries exactly like Vladdy's having right now. Yes, you did. On labrum. And I had one in St. Louis. Or no, my first one was in Arizona. And I had it in November. I didn't play again. And I had a second surgery in March. So almost the same kind of timeline as him. Like six months later, I never got quite right and had another surgery. Then a lockout. Anyways, I went like 18 months without <laughs> playing a game. And I think that's kind of some of the concern for Vladdy too. He's going to go like a year and plus without ever playing a game. And like that's a long time to kind of be away from the sport, even as good as he is. So that's a concern. The challenge, though, is that they don't have that much more money because let's say he gets better in five months. What is five months from now? January? Mm-hmm. That might be when the season starts. So like, it's not like they're going to be able to bank all this LTIR money and use it elsewhere because Vladdy will be back 10 games in, 20 games in. So they don't have free money. So that means that the answer has to come from within. And to me, it's Robert Thomas. I think Robert Thomas is... is, is uh, you know, a really good player who plays in a good team and doesn't maybe get the quality of ice because he's got really good players around him. But you take Tarasenko off the top six, you take him off the power play, and and the responsibility, not just the opportunity, but the responsibility falls to different guys. I think Robert Thomas is the number one player on the Blues that could elevate his game, has a talent, not just the opportunity, but the talent to really be a dynamic offensive player that they need. Uh, I would look to him to, to definitely be the guy um, to lead the way as far as stepping into those shoes and, and maybe upping his production. It's almost like you've been listening to our show, Mike, because that's <laughs> oh, the God. same. If that's the same answer you gave, I'm going to have to rethink this entirely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Mike Johnson, former NHL player, current NHL analyst, and he endured some time as Jamie Rivers roommate at one point so we got to get into those (laughs) stories whenever we're able to catch up again Mike thanks so much for the time this morning we sincerely appreciate it all the best to you and your family we'll talk with you again soon all right guys have a good weekend you got it it's Mike Johnson joining us here on 101 ESPN Splash, splash, splash. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a three-in-one formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. It keeps you seeing safely all year long. Pick up some at Walmart today. See safely on the road.